Hey, what's up, TIW Mafia? It's the Yeti. Hey, this week we had a chance to sit down with the enigmatic and charismatic Solo Darling, entering her third King of Trios tournament in a row. This time she has with her the debuting Asia Pereira and Molly Holly to form the Sisters of the Mighty. Check out King of Trios 2018. Starts August 31st, goes all the way through September 2nd, 2018 in Eastern Pennsylvania, folks. It will not be streamed on Chikaratopia.com. The only way to see it right now is to make sure you get there, get your tickets now. Folks, sit back, enjoy the interview we had with Solo Darling. Fun, again, charismatic, what a talent. We can't wait to see where she ends up. You're the only pro wrestler I know that wants to do this shit in the morning. Yeti, you're a f***ing moron. Put it this way, I think Sammy Callahan might as well just change his name to Invader I 1. I want to know why. Like, he can dodge any question. Like, I'll tell anyone that. You can tell me the f***, but I, I'm going to ask specific questions. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. WrestlingNewsSource.com All the rest of you yahoos are out there dilly-dilly and you little wankers. We're actually receiving real wrestling news. This is Brett screwed Brett. I'm Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? Because this guy's a serious professional. Brett screwed Brett. Hold two! Arm bar! Hey, get a nice shot of the brand new Mr. and Mrs. Hunter Hurst Helmsley. I hate you. I hate you. I hate your hat. I hate your t-shirts. I hate your wristbands. I hate your shoes. I hate your music. I hate the C-Nation. I hate everything that you stand for. So does rule. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, and hey, before we get to the interview, just the quick information that you'll get from us almost every week from the Weekend Buff Date, which you can find on YouTube, our top three stories, again, from the Weekend Buff Date. Now that Roman Reigns is champion, he has to deal with the ever-looming threat that could dismantle his precious reign. And to counter this, the shield has reformed to protect the big dog from his one greatest foe, a booing audience. And of course, the shield didn't wait to make an impact as Raw ended with the Hounds of Justice attacking and triple powerbombing Braun. Oh man, I am so in for a full-on war between these guys and all the potential chaos and carnage. Just don't even give Braun partners. Just give Braun like a quiver full of cruiserweights and let him throw Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa at the S.H.I.E.L.D. helicopter until Seth shows up in full Braun-busting armor. Let's just get crazy. The Velveteen Dream caught the attention of the wrestling community once again when he wore airbrush tights with Call Me Up Vince written on the ass. Also, tune into this week's main event to see No Way Jose's new trunks, which say, Take Me Back, Hunter. Well, as you heard here first just a couple of weeks ago, Matt Riddle made his big NXT debut in the hottest free agent chair front row at NXT TakeOver. And according to Riddle's wife, he was about to sign with New Japan when NXT called, so he went with them instead, which actually makes a lot of sense because if Matt Riddle lived in Japan, he would have to spend a fortune shipping packages from Colorado and California and Washington and Maine and Massachusetts and Nevada and Oregon and Vermont and his cousin Sleazy Pete. Dude, I'm, What's I'm up? so I'm so excited. So here's here's what we got. We got the platinum bombshell, sugar fueled, seductress squirrel girl. Solo darling. These are all these these are all things I have been called. Yes. I, <laughs> I have been called these things. 
<laughs> do they incredible. Do, is, it, is this something that are those things that other people have created and uh, given the to sugar you creature sugar creature is me that one's all you correct yeah um I, I draw from a lot of different influences i was like oh i like this oh i like this oh hey and so i kind of took my own spin on it don't I have not touched the actual squirrel girl it's all by my design <laughs> very inspired <laughs> thank you <laughs> just gotta put that disclaimer in there hashtag waspies designs <laughs> The other part, too, is um, we're going to get into, like we just talked about, we had the green ant on here. Um, you love your little guys. I and love my little bugs. We're going to really push um, King of Trios. That's a huge thing that you're going to be a part of. Um, it's a huge thing that JP's been a part of in the past, something that I've watched from afar out here in Cloverleaf Studios in West, which is all the way in Montana, which is from forever where you guys are at, which is the hotbed. Yeah, I want to go to Montana. Oh, man. It's the, it's the greatest state in the Union. It really is. And we are. Comes to pro wrestling. Yeah, we, we don't have pro wrestling on here. We don't. This is the rumor I've heard. I've it's heard not. that there's no wrestling in Montana. See, it's getting out there, JP. I'm telling you, it is getting out there. Somebody's gonna come. Somebody. Oh. Somebody's gonna. How come. do we get Chikar out there? <laughs> it it's money. It's a lot of money. A lot of money. <laughs> on average, on average, if it would, if it, if we were to fly you anywhere into Montana, on average, it's about five hundred one way. It's about 600 round trip for one individual. Uh, How far of a drive is it? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. I've driven over 20 something hours for a booking and then come back to drive from one around and then one into uh, into Montana to the next will take you 16 hours. Montana's that big. Dang. You got some trees up in there. I don't know what else at Walmart's. I was was just hoping it was trees. Yeah, absolutely. It sounds like it's it's scenic. We We still tie our horses up. It's it's out here. What's the furthest you've driven for a booking? You just said twenty hours, and then twenty eight hours one way. Holy shit! I was living in Florida. We drove to Texas. I don't remember where in Texas. I got in the car. We all drove. We all had lots of baby wipes. Got there, cleaned up, wrestled, came back. Um, the baby <laughs> wipe shower is the best. Yeah. I mean, Texas, those states were. <laughs> Could literally be anywhere because there is wrestling all over. Yeah, oh, it's it's massive. That, that's nuts. Mm-hmm. We drive from Boston to Philly for King of Trios and come back the same day. We thought that was crazy, but we I did it as fans. I don't mind uh, when progress was over and they had asked, like, you know, what what type of, you know, is this okay? Is this okay? Right, we're doing that dance. I was like, I'll drive. Did you know your progress, though? And they're like, no, it's okay. I was like, mm I will get in the car. Where do you need me? You want me to drive the car in the underwater bus? Like, I got it. Like, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I have no problem with that. I just take Officer Magnum. We hop in a car, and, like, and we go. The closest that I get to pro wrestling is Defy out of Seattle. They actually uh, ran a show here in Montana because Flip came over. So Brian Cage, Riddle, and, and Flip are all here. So Defy runs consistently and constantly and that's that's one of the bigger ones um ag where's anthony go in portland ww yeah that's another one that's out here but as far as idaho montana that any of that area there's there's nothing absolutely out here but defy comes this way every once in a while they're hitting portland and they're they're i mean it's swerve city it's it's strickland wow so okay so what all i heard from that was um wrestle bus and then we get there (laughs) <laughs> so, like, I'll, <laughs> I'll concoct a plan yeah I'll JP, get back with you guys after J- trios <laughs> <laughs> but the problem um, with that is you also have to have a ring 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. There's yeah. there's no rings out here. Like yeah. I can't just yeah. go. I can't just call up and say, "Hey, uh, that's the thing." If you could get a ring out here, I guarantee <laughs> you could you could run a show. You know, we just need to get a wrestling ring in a pod, right? That's the thing. You get in a pod, the pod appears at the place. Um, yeah, so totally, we could. Yes, we'll 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 get on that. No, I got ideas. get the ads. Get the colony on that, will you? Oh, there was the, so there was a trip too. I, I can't remember where where was I living at the time. Um, where if I just say my brother is he's my best friend in the whole world is my brother, yes. long time brother. Uh, we <laughs> he was like, hey bud, re, are we going to Shimmer? I was like, uh, so we wound up driving from where we lived down to Florida to meet up because then you know you do a bunch of stuff down in Florida before the, like everybody meets in Florida and then you go over to Berwyn. So we wound up driving all the way down where we were in Florida. And then we drove across to Illinois, and then went back home. So now that when people when people are listening to this, as far as when they do, when they do, and there's bookers all over out there. Like, are you specifically just with Jakara right now? Are you taking bookings outside of that and doing what you do? Because I know, I mean, we're going to get into some of these matches that, like, the last specifically the three ones, which have just been off the chain, um, <laughs> insane. I mean, the fact that you, you you cashed in, and people that don't watch Jakara, it you have to win three consecutive matches three points to cash in and at that point in time you get a chance at the grand champion this is not sports entertainment it's 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 pro wrestling it's it's what we expect it's if somebody wants a title they got to go they got to go for, go for it and if you yeah. win one you win two you lose that third match you start all the way over yeah that's that's how it works beast. so there, I, <laughs> I do take outside bookings uh chikara is my home promotion i train there i work out there um you know, we're all close, right? Like we're all a class in and of ourselves. Um, and so, especially the current roster, like we all work together. Um, and then sometimes we travel together, like, oh, hey, I get a booking. They're looking for another person. And, you know, we just like hop in the car and go. Um, we're a team. We're a team. And it's nice. And I live like 20 minutes from the factory. Uh, so, you know, in my in my moves, <laughs> I moved my next move I made so I had to be closer to training. Um, but, yeah, I'll go everywhere. Uh, so Officer if, Magnum and I will go everywhere. Yeah, exactly. He, and that's the thing is that P, there's, I think there's a connection, JP, and I think this is what you're missing in your life is there's a connection between pro wrestling, pro wrestling fans, and dogs, and I think that's what you're missing in your life. <laughs> a dog? Yes. <laughs> a lot of things in my life. A dog might be a dog might be part of it. I might have to add that to the list. <laughs> yeah, he's a wrestle dog. So I'm gonna run. Oh, I'm gonna. I, I had to write this stuff down. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm going to go through the people that if, – if people don't know who Solo Darling is, if when I mention these names and you start associating this with those names, maybe it will help people that don't know quite who you are because, I mean, there's there's been a I small break in – That's right. There's been a small break in there. You're a college-educated individual, dual yeah. degree. So I did it. I went to Northeastern University and University of Louisville. Man, that's where – that's you hear that? Louisville. Yeah, they, they they broke me down. They won. I was like, it's Louisville. They were like, no, it's Louisville. I was like, okay, you're right. So we, we got have a very nice facility. I had to I had to write these down. Okay, Mia Yim, uh, Amber O'Neill, Kimberly, Sue Young, Deanna Perrazzo, Angel Dust, which is part of Rise Descent yeah, uh, as a champion. She just got back from Stardom, so I had a good time over there. I think. Yeah, um, Lefisto, Jordan Grace. Um, mm-hmm. you've tagged with Sumi Sakai, you've tagged with, um, crazy Mary Dobson, you've tagged sure. with, um, Heidi Loveless. And if, <laughs> don't, if you don't know who those names are, folks go and check them out 
and then check back with Solar Darling. Um, <laughs> Go get him. Yeah, right. Like all these tweets, like, "Hey, you! Oh no, but, it's so aggressive." <laughs> <laughs> so, add all that, Team Shimmer, the Buddy System, and now with the Rumblebees. The system. I was in the Rumblebees. Yes, I actually, and even when I got to go to Sendai Girls with Mako Setamora, which was, oh, she's so awesome. Uh, I got to tag with her against Aja and Sammy. So is that this brings me to the King of Trios. Like yes. this is probably <laughs> probably your biggest king of trios to date right yeah that, and, and amazing uh so last year was the, the rumblebees with fire ant right. which was incredible i'm a huge fire ant fan he's just in the ring he's just nuts right like i'm just like yeah you go in there i'll watch okay wait tag me before I'll, let me go before you let me go let me <laughs> let me i'll wrestle before you and then we'll tag you in and then you go do fire ant stuff <laughs> To me, it's like Chikara is always America's Got Talent. It's like, God dang, I got to go follow that now. Yep. Yeah, oh, man. And like, and our guys that are up now, they're just, uh, they're killing practice it. is crazy. Practice is crazy. Like, I don't know how else to say it. Like, uh, they're just like, hey, I wonder if like I stood on your back uh, instead of just like taking the buckle, if you could then like flip and then I'll take it like this. And like, Yeah, sure. You can just do backflips and 450s off of people. And I'm and what what how did you do that? Yeah, it's it's really cool to see what we come up with in practice. So that <laughs> like, leads me. That's a good segue into this. So you, without the sugar rush, um, are seven inches smaller, correct? Yeah. That's okay. About so right. yeah, so about- I still I am in the enchanted forest. I did move from my origin um, into a different sector of the enchanted forest. Um, so as you know, it's a large place, uh, and there's different realms. I currently now reside in Savage Garden. Okay. Perfect. Garden EF, you know, just like it's just like our normal addresses here on Earth. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, yes. The the sugar uh, got murdered when Lefisto broke my magical cup and, sl- and just cracked my lollipop in half. Uh, and then she was done with me and cut my tail off in front of a live audience. That's not cool. Lefisto was brutal. Yeah. Do you, know, do you know? Here's here's something. Here's a tidbit for you about Lefisto. Like everybody was talking about how Tessa Blanchard actually was the first one to compete in best of the best this year. Lefisto was actually the first one to compete in best of the best. First female to ever compete in best of the best. Little yeah, tidbit for you. I like that. Shout I like her. her. Yeah. I like her. Yeah. She's amazing to work with. Uh, and and because of that, because she she granted me that, or because she viciously cut my tail off and may have ate some of the stuffing, uh, I have I've transformed into more. Uh, uh, waspiest persona. How does the Chikara and working with you? You go from Al Snow, travel. <laughs> you travel. You train. You have all the good stuff, and then you get to quack. <laughs> like, I, and you laugh, and because we know, like, this is he's the most secretive dude in the pro wrestling world. Like, he is constantly secret. Like, he's everything's <laughs> under lock and key. And this year, it's so weird. Like, books, podcasts on how to be a better professional wrestler. He's opening up the Hour of Power. Um, if you buy a box for thirty six ninety nine at chicaropro.com, uh, you can actually go to the Hour of Power for free. When that's the parcel of power. That's right. See? I know a lot about that. Yeah. That's, I, I mean, that's, with that. that's, that's the coolest thing. And we talked about <laughs> Greenette. And the cool thing, we talked about Greenette, and he had his mask on, and then JP's looking at me because he just wants to get a word in edgewise, but he can't. Oh, it's cool. I'm enjoying like because normally it's me. And look, at, look yeah. at me. Look at me go. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we interviewed Green Ant, and like you, you know, we had the video going for a little while with him, and he actually he, he masked he, up. He wore his mask. He, you know, 
listen, we're not putting this out. He's like, no, this is just how I am. I, I walk down the street like this. Uh, we yeah. left it at that. Like, okay. would you take your face and boxing gloves off before you go to bed? So back to where I was going. So five, you're 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 a little bit over five foot tall, correct? No, I'm I am five foot tall. I'm taller than a stack of pancakes. Is sixty inches? Okay. How hard is it for you? Damn, people post up. You post up. I mean, it's it's an obvious size difference at times. I mean, how difficult is that for you with the with the height? I mean, you've got to. And this is what I notice more about girls that are shorter in statue is that they're always broader and bigger because they've got to post up more and take a lot mm. more of that weight. There's a, yeah. So there's a couple things. Um, and, and I guess it's part of women's wrestling, right? It's, it's a very cosmetic business as it is. Whereas you spend a lot of time dieting and being like, Oh my God, I hate this. Or, this doesn't look right on me. Oh, I'm doing that voice on purpose. <laughs> I've watched a lot of a certain comedian right now yeah. and she's like, my yeah. favorite. Um, yeah. Right. So, you're, so you nitpick at yourself. And then, um, I don't remember exactly what the moment was, but I was like, I'm done. I feel like naturally I was a lifter. I, I actually took myself to a bed and barbell as a birthday present once where I just went and trained and power lifted. Uh, and I was like, I think I'm just going to see if I can get jacked. Um, I like lifting things and putting them down and I want people to feel safe. Like I don't, I want people to be in the ring with me and feel like she's not going to drop me on my head. Um, you know, and, and while we all are learning the Lucha technique, because we learn a bunch of different styles at the Wrestle Factory, it's not just one style. And we also have our own unique blend of that, um, our own smoothie version of wrestling. Right. Right. Um, so, so I got there and I was like, I don't know how to springboard. Um, and they were like, that's cool. But like, you know, slowly but surely you wind up trying all those different things. But there are specialties, just like I like to um, compare it a lot to like Street Fighter, like the type of fighter you pick and like what combos you want. And like everyone wants a Kuma because they all want the screen to go black and glow red and then everybody's dead. So like you kind of like want that. <laughs> but, you know, uh, so what am I better at versus the ants, you know, versus uh, Murloc, you know, Oceania, all these different types of wrestlers. And I, I like that blend. And I also have enjoyed uh, the route of powerhouse. <laughs> so for me, it's kind of like, um, I would get to, I'd get to a match and they'd be like, all right, cool. So you're going to pick me up. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, it's going to be fine. Like I, <laughs> I was happy just like, you know, hitting the gym and I like power yoga, um, which is uh, yoga that blows you up. Like it's not very like soft and relaxing. It's like, cool. Do your vinyasa 10 times and breathe. What? Yeah. So, so it's kind of nuts. Um, so I, I would show up and be like, all right, cool. I'm ready. And they'd be like, great. You're jacked. So you're just gonna, you're just gonna pick me up. You're just gonna hold me up. You're just gonna gorilla press me. And I'm like, yeah. So yeah. I just, yeah. I knew that. I was, I knew that I'd come in and I was going to do that. So, but do they just expect that? Like, because you, you're the physique that you are. They just expect that they're they're a buck twenty, and you're just you're, I'm gonna, you're gonna girl press me, walk me around the ring, and then throw me in the crowd. Well, one of the first gentlemen that said that was definitely over a buck fifty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said gentleman because that explains it. Your entire statement explains it all in one word. Oh. <laughs> really fun though. <laughs> well, and then I did it, and I was like, "That was liberating. You're all screwed. I'm throwing you all." Um, so. <laughs> But you kind of <laughs> up until recently, there wasn't always a Ronda Rousey in the WWE. Oh. There wasn't always a woman who was in shape like you are. Like the girls are in shape, but you're in a different type of shape. Yeah. So yeah. there wasn't really that. I mean, I'm up in the Northeast. We got a ton of women wrestlers up here, but there was nobody built like that. 
no, it's it's hard to balance. And then you have to see like, what what type of body do I really have? And you want to feel good about that. And you know, Officer Magnum is also known as Thor. So I thought, if he's the smallest Thor, I am going to be the smallest Hulk. And we'll see what happens. So maybe some people are going to get thrown, and that's going to be okay. And I'm cool with that. Do you remember? Do you remember the moment specifically where you came to that? And this is. The, the reason why is because JP and I, uh, we, we've done a lot w- when it comes to specific following women's wrestling. Before I actually got the, the tail cut, like when I knew I was cutting it, I, I made that storyline. So, uh, right, because we're all, we're all in charge of our own arcs. And, uh, and, and you don't always have the luck to be in a place like Chikara where they, where they see you and they see the possibilities in you and what you are capable of and your potential. And then they're like, you're going to be this. And you're like, what do you mean? I'm going to be that. And they're like, no, for real though, go get that outfit. And you just, you're kind of in denial and you're not sure you put your toe in the water and then they're like, Oh, it's like super getting over. You put your feet in the water. So it's one of those things where um, I had that talk. Where I was like, you know, this training is going to be great. Uh, I'm going to come here and train and move here. It's going to be good. Also, we're, we're going to, we're going to try something different with you without the tail. And I was like, ah! <laughs> um, you know, and so like my ego was a little bit like, well, why is she not fun? I don't understand. But then like, you know, I had like a two hour drive home to, to kind of think about that. And I was like, yeah, that makes, that makes sense. So I, I had asked to see if I could, um, you know, kind of end her in a while for a while, you know, cause you know, stuff grows back. Who knows? Right. You go back to the forest, you get an elixir, like comic books. So I said, okay, so I'll, I'll put like a nice little button on this. Um, and then, and then what am I going to do? And then I'm like, well, you're going to be the rumble bees. And I was like, okay, I am a person though that like is into like being an animal. Like, I just feel like if we're all creatures, everybody's equal. Like I got like seven animals this time. So I was like, am I, am I like a real bee or like, <laughs> what are the lines of, of reality? And then, um, and so in and around that time, I decided I, I was really unhappy. I was going through a lot. And, uh, and I just was like, no, I'm going to get jacked. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll, we'll see. Like, I, I, like, I think I'm done trying to like make it to 110, the very elusive 110. Uh, like, I think that's a lot of girls goals and like, I feel like all the women I'm in locker rooms with are so beautiful and they're beautiful the way they are. Um, I just want that to be supported and that they feel like they could get in the ring with me and they're good. Like they're good. So no matter what, everybody's good. And it's just, it, and it's just the opposite way too. There's some girls that are like a buck, a buck Oh five and they can't get to that one ten or that one fifteen. no matter how much they struggle. It's just the opposite way where they can't get there no matter how hard they try. And it's not that they don't have the ability to be in the ring. It's just that that's the standard. That's what everybody has. That's mm-hmm. that's what JP and I grew up watching was that's the gold standard. That's what everybody measures it up to. And in the last, that's why we started doing this again, because you guys specifically at Jakara were what we wanted 10 years ago. And the fact that you've got mm-hmm. the Beyond Wrestling coming in and you've got David Starr coming in and yeah. you've got... Your three matches with Aphidian, Juan, the, the, those two just were insane. Uh, I mean, can, I mean, how how hard is it? And I don't want to go to any of the fourth wall on this whatsoever. But when you go and you you cash in those, you've got those three medallions and you cash them in. At what point does that hit you? And actually, it hit me at that moment. So, uh, you know. I acquired my points, like, you know, you know, it's coming and you feel really grateful. You feel really honored. Um, 
that you're having this opportunity. And that's, that's huge. That's always been a big, a big thing for me is, is getting seen for your abilities. Um, and, and just being like, yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to give you three points. You know, you wrestle Juan. It's going to be great. And you're just like, yeah, cool. And then you're at home and you're like, yes. Uh, so like I walk out with the three points and I, I like, you know, I do the thing and I hand them over. And then all of a sudden, like I felt my body outside my body. And I was like watching myself and I was like, oh God, no, come back. This is not the time. We can do this later. <laughs> come back. Oh gosh. And I like, I, I'm pretty sure like I put my hands on my knees because that's always the sign. I like look out to them like, oh gosh, I, I really wish I would come back inside my body right now. Yeah, that's, this is about to happen. I know his entrance is like 30 minutes long, but I feel like <laughs> if I let this pursue, I'm, like, I'm not going to, not going to be back in my body in time for this match. Um, so it was it was a really great opportunity, and I had I had a lot of fun in those matches. I did I, recovery time when you have matches like that. Like honestly, what is your recovery time? Still recovering from the last one. Okay, I mean that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's no ifs ands or buts about it. Um, so I, I wrote these three down, and I'm gonna I'm gonna throw these at you because they're pretty recent. They're all within this. They're in this year. Um, they're all, they're not, yeah, they're Chikar based. So I've, I've got great, greater and greatest. So out of these three matches, which one do you think great, greater, or greatest? Okay. Um, okay. Oh, like I'm saying great. Greater, yes. greater. Okay. Yeah. I'm so I, sure. I picked out three and they're, they're, okay. they're recent ones. They're, I mean, two of them here back to back one back in April, April 14th, um, tag world grand prix, uh, <sighs> first round against Joey Janela and Penelope Ford. Oh, I love that match so much. <laughs> I could have yeah, done it like forever. Um. <laughs> that's okay. That's the first one. Second one is the match we just talked about, the grand title match with Juan. Mm. Third one, um, Beyond Clan feuds against Deanna Perrazzo. Great, greater, and greatest. Okay, that's really tough. I love them all. <laughs> uh, if somebody was going to watch one of these matches to define you, which one do you, would you tell them to watch? Oh well, that so and the and the reason that so the tag is great, right? Because it shows it shows your co-play, right? It shows your your, your team, um, but the match so the match with Juan, yeah, like greatest, greatest match, yeah. You guys got to check that out, um, EMFM, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that's up. That's I wish up forget, right now. It's up, it, it's up for us differently. That's why I had to be like, it's up? Question yeah. mark. It is. I it think is. it's it's, it's up. on Chikartopia. <laughs> it's um, up for us. I believe it's the same time. It's up for you. We get to cheat a little bit, and that's thanks to Quack. So we get to cheat with you guys. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because uh, sometimes, like, if we're if we're wrestling soon, right, and you want to watch your stuff, you want to go back and be like, okay, this worked, this didn't work. Like, if you want to analyze your, your match a little bit, we get it, I think, like a day or so before everybody else gets it. But, um, but yeah, definitely greatest with Juan, greater with the Joey Janela, and great with Diana. Um, all, all I loved. And I felt so, a lot of emotion with the Diana match because it was – leading up to her her next chapter uh i could not be happier for her and and so like that was also top of mind as it was happening it was almost like i was wrestling there but like watching it too i I really care about it as a human i was like oh this is so cool this is so great ah how much how much are you you, i mean you as far as mentors in the business right now i know you've got a, a lot of them but are there? What are your what are your go tos right now? Are there ones that you go to for, like I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I need help with this. Whether it's the psychology of the match, um, 
the gear you're going to be wearing? Is there one go-to that you can rely on, or is there a team of them? It's a team, and and there. So, the, and depending on where you're at, um, the story is the biggest for me. I I wrestled a lot of years where it was a one-off, a one-off match here. So you're starting the very same story all over again, and I don't really have that kind of guidance to be like. Hey, you know, in Japan, like if this is the move they're building, that's the move that's protected in every match, no matter what. Um, and so you feel this like when you're young and, and you're starting out like, oh, no, no, it's fine. Oh, that's my finisher, but it's OK. And you wind up doing that a lot. And then all of a sudden you turn around five years later. <laughs> they're like, what's your finisher? And you're like, so uh, <laughs> the so bear hug. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> My finisher kicking out. Um, so, <laughs> and speaking of that, I don't know if you realize or not. <laughs> I don't think if you realize this or not, but I went back and I don't think that you have yet lost a match in Chikara this year, besides your championship match. Oh, is that real? Wow, we're we're and we're half a year in, aren't we? A yes, we more. are. What three? Yes, four? we are. Well, because we had well, uh, we did lose a lot considering. <laughs> lost my partner because he decided to wager our i don't know <laughs> our team on winning um that was that was rough that was he's a rough a horrible time. Re- he's a horrible referee that was he's does not call it down the middle um yeah cool if we lose like we're done like we're just gonna we're just gonna cool and then I, I wanted to i really wanted to back him up on his decisions because i know how how important certain accolades are for certain people uh, don't think I'm going to forget that backhand. Do you draw? Do you? I mean, do you draw lines in the sand when it comes to fist in the colony? Lines in the sand? How? Like I'm colony all the way. No, no favoritism for any ants at all. It's really tough pick because, like, I came in with this like adoration fire ant, but I train all the time with green ant. And if you were going to say there was like the wasp and Ant Man, I'm just saying. How cool is Icarus? How cool is he? Is he cool? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, he's like trying to kill a bunch of ants right now. So I feel like, and he's like also supporting Travis and his heinous actions. So I'm just going to say right now now he's fired. (laughs) He's fired. I thought we all had something in the Furies. That was a thing. The Furies was a thing. We and didn't even a- make we didn't make it to trios, but we'll see how they all act when I show up with Mighty Molly and Asha Pereira. So, how cool is that? That I'm in a team with Mighty Molly. I don't know. You know what's gonna you know what sucks for everybody that goes back and listens to this interview and tries to absorb all the information so far that we've come up with. Like their heads are going to explode. They don't mouth colony fist. What that? Yeah, that's yeah. the job. Chikara Pro really guys, exciting. right now this it is. It's, if you guys even you know what I was gonna tell uh, does does Quack ever talk about when uh, was it Frantic or whatever his name that at Beyond the weekend after EMF where he got tossed Volgar. out of the ring yeah Volgar tossed he was like Volgar ten feet high nuts and 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 there were people to catch him and backup people to catch him and the backup people caught him fully so yeah. like so if it was, was just the, the people we had lined up like Quack would have been dead right like, he overshot like, everyone. It was horrible. And here's what all I'm saying is that if you guys it's it's only seven dollars and ninety nine cents a month for Chikarctopia. There's nineteen seasons of this cool stuff that Solo Darling is talking about right now. I mean it is 
it's it's comic book, it's cool, it's fun, it's innovative, and especially right now was where independent pro wrestling is at. There is so much talent that you guys get to interact with at the Wrestle Factory on okay, a regular okay, basis. So I, have, I have a couple points on that. Um, Chikaratopia is really fun for a lot of reasons. Oh, I, I came in at the tail end. Right, like you know, I'm current. I'm current. I'm happening right now. But you get to go back and watch all the other stuff too. Um, <laughs> also, also, uh, I just want to put this in there, and I know certain people are gonna laugh at this, like my brother when he hears it, because Ashes is on there, the movie, and I, and I, I feel like um, we'll totally get back to me. I promise. But this is really important. I love that movie. I love that movie, uh, and I'll tell you why. And I'll try and be succinct. But sometimes I'm overly verbose, and that's just where we're at in life. I accept me for who I am. So Ashes is a project that kind of uh, happens, uh, not in the middle, but um, where was season 16, 14 to 16, there was the shutdown angle, which is incredible. And it's so detailed. And when you try and go back and watch, there were so many layers of things happening. Um, and it, it's really a creative genius. Uh, and it's something that I feel like wrestling doesn't have everywhere. This kind of storytelling dynamic more than 3d right like you can get into it from any side and then you can pull a thread and then there's a story at that point too and if i had uh the ability to start a company with people i grew in the business with that trained with me and we're all close and we've all traveled and we've all had those (laughs) those baby wipe showers together and we've all been in a bus together like that kind of camaraderie and then you are able to do the best you can to make a movie to tell a story that's something you you will have forever and some of those people are writers now some of those people have moved on to other things some of those people have families now uh or are still and are helping out the new crop of talent coming in but to me i go back and watch it like oh i wish i wish we could have our own version of that like our own like a 2000 but it can be a whole year right like right like oh man like if we could make a movie also put Officer Magnum in it. But if we can make a movie with our current crop, like how fun would that be? Like we got to have a taste of it with doing Secret Season, uh, which is, it, it was so fun. It was so wild. And we were all like super like, make sure your hair's the same way. And make sure it was just really great to like film it in this bubble and release it. And it's happened. It's awesome. It's really, really great. Uh, so definitely check out Ashes and get back to me on Twitter with what you feel. It's at Solo Darling. Yeah, what else? So if people want to find you on social media, it's always at Solo Darling, correct? Right. And Instagram, if you put in Solo Darling, it'll come up. But it's at regulation Solo Darling, meaning there's no fluff or filters. You're going to get me a thousand percent because that's just how it is. Uh, yeah. So so I definitely like Chikaratopia for that. I like it that you can get all the big shows, you know, um, and you can go back and watch people's debut and then see where they're at now. It's a lot of fun. I guess Brody, it's like I would think I didn't think I was watching season sixteen of the night when I watched Brody Lee. Oh, oh yeah. we always go back and like Brody Lee, and we talk about yeah. Jericho and one two three kid and Claudio, and I mean we just go the list goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And if people were to watch Chikara, they'd understand like that that shutdown for the entire year. Like JP remembers it. I remember it. It it worked me. Like no tomorrow. There was right. like, right. I was like, <laughs> I asked like a couple I couldn't, times too. I was like, please explain this to me again. I want to make sure that I got the story right because what? It was so deep and detailed. Uh, it's it's really wonderful. Uh, 
to go back and watch that. So if you watch leading up to it and then the movie and it kind of like throws everything together, it's really fun. And it, there's a lot of that that's the consequences of that are happening now. Right uh, now. Yeah, right now. right now, right now. And, you know, um, huge things that are that are happening, right? The Rumble Beast have split. We have Fist coming up. We have the new Colony coming up. Uh, we also have Boomer Hatfield. Yeah. Out of nowhere, like he he did he had his first solo match, right? Uh, this what was it was our power? No, well, he was, he tagged with Dasher. He tagged he he was in a tag match at American Rana, but he was with us in American yeah, Rana. Was, uh, yeah, he was with you in American Rana. God, it's it, it, the problem with me is is that we watched it runs together for me, and I can't keep the promotions separate. It does well, too, because my second home is Beyond. Like my, like yeah. I'm I'm at Chikara and I'm at Beyond. Whenever they. Well, like, hey, Drew, all the time, whenever, just send me, send me the date. F- I send him an emoji, and that is our agreement. How fun! How fun was American Rana, though? Oh, it was uh, incredible, uh, electric, and being out there and <laughs> and getting to wrestle. Um, it, yeah, I can't say more than that. It was a really wonderful experience. Like, I'm really, really glad I got to be there with everybody, and that lineup. And we just showed him. We're like, what up? <laughs> and the cool thing is, is we get this in clan feuds. Yeah, yeah. Go, we get in clan feuds. Fun. That was really, really fun. fun. Yeah, and I can't a, again. I think if we just keep up bringing random stuff, like we're just having the conversation, and other people listen to it, maybe they'll check it out. I mean, no what? <laughs> I mean, are you guys are going. Are you going to trios? Are you able to go? I know it's a hike. Oh, not that. That's a drive for me. Remember, from I, actually, that would be a good road trip. But that would be. I mean, you're talking twenty eight hours. <laughs> at least. At least. I, like I said, we used to do it. We used to leave early in the morning. And drive down to Philly. We only went for usually one night. Um, yeah. For trios, but we, you know, we would look at what the matchups were and try to figure out what the best night was. And like, uh, yeah, it, yeah, <laughs> to see like I, see what's going on. The rate of Volador's is going to be crazy. I was tied in with a couple of promotions down here doing ring crew and stuff, so I got to actually do ring crew when Chicago would rent the ring up here. Cool. So we would be able to reach out to Quack and say, "Hey, what nights?" You know, what night would you recommend? And, mm. you know, we get a pretty good idea. But I mean, <laughs> a solid thumb of approval. Yeah. 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 And then but, he, and then he texts me on his brick phone and tell me where he's at. Yes. <laughs> I would have taken you for a flip phone type. But. You don't know. You don't know. I, you don't know. Uh, <laughs> I never actually had the brick phone. I never had the Zach Morris phone. I did. What? I'm not even ashamed. I had that. <laughs> Hey, Saved by the Bell was the greatest show ever made. It was yeah. Cool. Well, maybe not, but it was close. Cool. No, it's up there. It's definitely up there. <laughs> like, I wanted a Golden Retriever because of Full House, right? Like, it was the first dog. I like, I want one. <laughs> now I have a mini one, so it works. <laughs> but, you know, your dog is very much so if they were ever, if they ever did another Ashes, your dog would have to be a part of it because your dog is very much a part of Chikara. He is. I, I adopted Officer Magnum. Rose me Jones. Uh, and then I was like, hey, buddy, welcome to the family. I, I got practice. So we're going to have to make sure we got your papers and had to practice. Uh, so, so, yeah. So we, you know, me and my mom brought him, blah, blah, blah. It was all great. And I was like, cool, got to go to practice. And he would just come with me. And I, I didn't know. Obviously, we were new friends. So I put a little thunder vest on him so that the sounds you, of the ring wouldn't, you know. Do you, do you use that thunder vest a lot for him? I, I had to for a minute. And then he was good. And then all of a sudden he decided, oh, this is home. I'm going to bark like crazy. Also, your bumps are crap. And like he would just bark <laughs> criticisms at us in the ring. 
But if the show lights are up and it's if it's go time, not a peep. Uh, he has a whole little bed set up in the locker room, uh, and he's also taken a banana. Just gonna throw that out there. So he ha- like a like a stuffed banana. So he has like a whole little setup for Officer Magnum and water and all that. And he has taken a banana into his his cave, uh, and he just chills off leash in the back with the with all of us. That's he's awesome. he's like yeah, I'm always fine. And like a couple times now that he's comfortable, <laughs> he just comes out. Right, like like Boomer said, he's like I I had to go because you know. Hey, he was actually out in the crowd a couple times catching dives um, before his debut. And then he was like, oh, Officer Magnum. So, you know, catch Officer Magnum, bring him back to the back. <laughs> just want to see cool what the magic you, How cool if you could teach him how to come in and just do a run-in once? So it, um, uh, it's not far away. So <laughs> I uh, tried to get him in the ring a couple times. He would come out with Barksdale. Yeah. Yeah. And, he looks know, comfortable with Barksdale. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're they're bros. And then all of a sudden, people would chant, and he'd be like, oh! and then like <laughs> get get affection, fright, and then run. But um, we were all getting ready for the show, and you know, I put my things down, put him down, and I go to, go to the ring to like stretch and get ready. And he just decided he was coming. And then we were like, "You're you're usually like barking at us from the floor. Now you're in the ring." He just walked in the ring. Everyone's like, you know, they're all stretching. We're getting ready. Blah blah. blah. Closed doors, obviously, and he just wanted to play. So once everybody left, I decided to see if I could get a minute match out of him, like circle with him and get him all, yeah. you know, he does like a dog, he wags his tail, he knows it's playtime. Like if you make, if I make a certain kind of bark, he knows it's, it's good to Time talk. Yeah. yeah. So like we circled, we did a thing, I had him in front face lock. No, he gets out. Um, he knows how to take a punch. He knows how to take a kick. And then uh, I put so him tight. in, I put him in the camel clutch, obviously, his legs on the ground. <laughs> And it, and his finisher right now is a reversal of that, which he just bucks his head down and I take a flip. And, there you yeah. go. Uh, so, right, he flips me out of the camel clutch and then he knows how to cover. Good. Where we're at. How, how many it, treats does this take? Good ones. Just good ones. As long as they're good ones. <laughs> go ahead, GP. Does he hook the leg, though, when he pins you? If he doesn't hook the leg, you got to kick out, right? I mean... Yes, but his move is very powerful. Also, he is the heaviest 42 pounds you will ever feel on your body. 42 pounds turns into 275 real quick. It's like the sugar rush. It's like the sugar rush, right? Yeah. I passed it down. (laughs) So we're going to, JP, let's take a quick break, get some plugs in here. And then when we come back, um, I want you, uh, if you can, JP, since I've been talking most of this time, you can talk a little bit. I'll let you this time. I don't want to. Greetings, wrestling fans. This is Dave Dynasty, host of the Dave Dynasty Show, the podcast that every week brings you nearly two hours of pro wrestling goodness from the Midwest. We feature interviews with the legends of the past, stars of today, and the prospects of tomorrow. We have segments that feature classic wrestling audio, whole episodes devoted to the history of Midwest pro wrestling, and much, much more. Do not miss an episode of the Dave Dynasty Show. We are available on all podcast platforms or you can access past episodes and all of our social media links by visiting davedynasty.com be good be safe and keep on growing hey smarks your boys j-bomb and desmino here to tell you that if you're enjoying this awesome podcast then you'll love ours over at talk mania weekly episodic podcastic adventures as well as additional content such as our 10 count episodes 
prediction shows, contests, and more. What is Talkmania exactly? Well, just a couple dudes from Canada who grew up on pro wrestling through the 80s, 90s, the Attitude Era, WCW, to the now, man. We live tweet, we periscope, we drink beer. We're Canadian, eh? You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast kicks from. And give us a listen and a subscription. You can also find us on Twitter, at underscore Talkamania. Be part of the Talkamania family. Be a Talkamaniac, brother. Uh, we're back with Solo Dallin. We can do it now if you want to, JP. Phil, Phil was the one that asked, what's on your playlist right now? Okay, so I have uh, the Black Keys, always. MIA, uh, Santa Gold. And uh, I like to mix it up with a lot of Queens of the Stone Age. Sometimes I do throwbacks because I have Black Flag tattoo on the back of my neck. So I like to get hype. Um, so I kind of like to vary from like soul and funk. Like the Black Keys are kind of their own thing. And maybe a little R.L. Burnside. And then sometimes I want to switch into like what I call girl power music, which is where you get all that Sandy Gold, M.I.A. And then all the stuff it brings in between like metric, um, the sounds, like off bands like that. I like Daft Punk. So like I'll I'll string in between a lot of those different and then I'll like tweet them out. Like if I'm feeling really mushy, it's usually like the shins. I start going like that. Yeah, like oh, Weezer, like I've been to their concert a bunch of times. I really like Dan Arbach though. So. One of the things I wanted to talk about was your gear. Yeah. And where do you get it? Where do you uh, go for gear? I make my own gear. Um, I actually I redid my living room so I could have a better office space. Uh, to sew in. I learned on my own. I took two pieces of material and I put them through and hoped that I didn't get my finger uh, back when I was with the buddy system. And then uh, from there, I just kept making it. And then uh, eventually, just recently in the last year or so, I hooked up with Closet Champion. Uh, and they, they do a lot of gear. You guys can hit them up, you know, via Twitter, all that jazz and, you know, see about getting your own gear there. And then chances are, uh, me or maybe some of the ants <laughs> will be over there and uh, will help make your gear. Um, so a lot of my own, though, I like to just do here. That way I can just help them with any like big orders they have. You know, a lot of that comes in, especially for trios. Trios time is nuts. Everybody's got new gear. That, yeah, I mean, you have to like trios is I hate to use the cliche, but trios is WrestleMania. It's true. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to say it, too. I agree with it. It's a, it's our big thing. Like, I tried to get uh, LED wings. Um, they, they only cost a low price of $925, so I thought, maybe next year. Um, so, and then I was like, I could probably make wings, but I also, like, train and have a farm and a very sick elderly cat and have to make everybody else's gear, too, and have another job and... I work on the parcel that goes out on the 15th to start shipping the parcel of power. So like, I also want to make sure I have time for the fans and Chikarmi members uh, that are part of that. So I decided, you know what? I'll just like, wait, I'll, I won't make led wings this time around, uh, but maybe next time. So yeah. are you responsible for the, the parcel of power that just sold out? Were you the one who made the masks for that? I think there's some spots available. I think there's a few spots left, man. There's a, there's a, there's a couple spots left. Uh, there is a cutoff date. But I can't remember. We're, we're in August. So probably the end of September. That's the cutoff date. And then the new parcel will, you, when you sign up, you'll get the new one. Uh, so I, I'm not the best at the mask making. <laughs> I have very I think, small I think hands. it's one of those things if you don't wear a mask, you not you don't get very good at making them. I don't understand it. I do, like, I'll get the, I'll do all the prep for it. And then the details are usually Ophidian. Uh, Green Ant does a lot. He's, he's good at it. So I usually am like, guys are great. 
I'm just going to go over here. I took the heat of the kick pads. Um, they are not fun. Kick pads are fun to wear and they look great. Um, and then you get hooked on the design. You get hooked on the way they feel, right? Like, oh, I don't have to buy kick pads and put on covers that are going to like fall down mid-match. What? And then you have to like just thrust it through your machine and you, you're you getting like pins in you. And you don't care because it's going to look great. Oh, no, the material snagged, but it's fine. It's cool. We'll just run another thread through it. And you're like, oh, kick pads. Why? But then like you get that one sweet picture in them and you're like, no, it's fine. I'll make another set. So <laughs> I let that's them like, do the math like, and do the kick pads. Uh, that's like me when I do the graphics for you guys. It's like it's one of those things where you're like, oh, I got to make this thing just right. And then when you get it done, you're like, oh, yeah, that's good. Cool. Oh, I got to do another one, though. <laughs> yeah, like uh, so I like to do those videos as well. I, I like to make my own videos and I'm learning to use Final Cut Pro. Uh, and then, like, you know, you forget all the trouble it is to edit when you're like brand new and starting out and you're like finally like hit upload and you like fall and you're like, yeah, it's great. Like uh sweetest productions is the thing I, I made up to kind of like, in you know, this, these are all my creations, sweetest productions. And then you're like, Oh, I don't ever want to sit down for that many hours again. And like three days go by and you get an idea with your buddy and you're like, we should make a promo. It's going to be great. We should film it again. And then you forget. <laughs> Those are the stuff you're going to look back and later on and go, wow, that was uh, yeah. not awesome. God, so many <laughs> hours. How, how much time, when you're making your gear and you're a designer, how much time goes into the, like, for something like King of Trios, we'll say, I'll be, I'm going to be specific. How mm. much time goes into the design and then how much time goes into making it? Uh, so, depending on if what kind of, like, right, WrestleMania gear you want, if it's really far from like what you normally wear that could be really extravagant and so i've kind of crafted this design based off where i stood <laughs> if you actually look at um i take a lot of inspiration from janet van dyne uh where she just like every issue there was a different illustrator on her so she had like different gear and she's also a fashion designer and all these kind of like cool little niche things about her and then when i was in the rumblebees i was like oh i don't know how to make guy gear where does everything go so I so if you look at our our catalog as a team, there's like seven sets of gear, and he just hangs on until he's like, no more, I'm canceling the Rumblebees. Um, and so Here, here's your yellow satin jacket, gosh, just put it on. Gosh, and I was so I took and I and I looked at and I really like some of those storylines a lot. So I was like, I need a, I want, I, I've always wanted like a a logo, right? Like Fire Ant has a very distinguished logo. Um, Dasher Hatfield's my favorite wrestler. You know, like you know what you're looking at. Right. Like it's very defining and iconic. And uh, and I thought, oh, how do I get that? Like, where do I? And I just like sat down. And I would draw a lot and I'd look up stuff that inspired me. And I always wear the four dots um, because it's eight and eight is a very significant number uh, in my history. And so I was like, oh, I think I can do this. So I came out with the, the logo and I was like, yeah. And then it like sort of changes every time and evolves every time. And then you use a material and you're like, oh, that didn't look right. Or, so I didn't have the normal material. And I was freaking out, and I was like, I got to have good gear. And everyone was like, wear velvet. And I'm like, that's so hot to wear. You wear it. Uh, <laughs> right? You're the, I'm, I'm going to be sweating, not you. Yeah. No, velvet looks so regal. Right? And Mako is a boss and can wear velvet. Uh, so I, I went with suede. Oh. So everyone was secretly laughing at me that that is also a very hot material. Um, so this year, I, uh, I have suede and hot pink. So oh. you 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 brought up the number 8 and I was going to ask you about the number 8 because it reminds me a lot of Taz's 13. Mm. Um, 
Do you want to talk a little bit about the certificates, the number eight, and, and what that means to you? Yes, to make this easier, because uh, sometimes sometimes recalling of stories aren't great. Uh, so, do you guys want, ever watch The Bronx Tale? Yes. You get three great loves in your life. All mine happened at sixteen. Sorry about your luck. That story. So my se- so my second greatest love our our date was the eighth, uh, and he got into a car accident in his early twenties and didn't make it. Uh, so and that was before we were, you know we, we broke up. It was a long thing. I was very far away because I had moved after after we dated, um, and I, we had really had we had plans to reconnect. And like the week before, we're supposed to connect. The day after my birthday, he passes away. Uh, and so for that, I'll always wear a badge because uh, he was just wild and great. Uh, also a musician. Uh, he played bass. I played drums. So, yeah. He's, he's, people, uh, yeah. So when people ask about the break that you took between you first started and started back up again, that's what you're talking about as far as you, you're chasing your dreams. You're chasing music. You're chasing what you wanted. I, I was a musician at 11. I started with drums. That's, yeah. And I always thought, like, I'll somehow combine those two, and eventually that, that will happen. Uh, sometimes, like, I haven't gotten to play drums in a gajillion years, it feels like. But, yeah, I took up some guitar and some ukulele because <laughs> I, I do enjoy just the sound, just having music on all the time. I feel like that's the best way to describe how you feel in any given moment. Uh, so I, I was in school, too, at the time when I had first started, and, and I was in that relationship with John, and I wanted, you know, to – in and out, and there was a lot of rough times as to where I started wrestling, and I was going to quit because I thought this isn't wrestling. Uh, and then I was like, No, I feel like if I go somewhere else, like I feel like I'm I'm onto something if I just keep looking, if I just keep searching, and then, and then you know eventually I found Shikara. And I've I also trained at the House of Truth, which was incredible. If you're out if you're out that way, if you feel like you can't get to the coast, um, training with Truth Martini was amazing. I think the coolest thing, as you said, it is you didn't really necessarily, in my opinion, find Chikara. I think you found yourself, and Chikara just happened to be there. I think that's the coolest part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. the door. Hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> I think it, I think it has a lot to relation with uh, when you mature and you find yourself in something like that happens in your life. It shifts you in a way that um, you can't describe to an average person. And mm-hmm. when you when you when you put a tribute like that to somebody, that's pretty cool. And I appreciate you sharing with us. That's that's really cool. Yeah, thank that's- you. Thank you. It's good. You you will you will lose people in life, and it's just the way that you remember them. It, you know. So I, even though it's a sad story, I feel like it's a, it's very happy to me as it's something I get to. Like people people have done art, and what's the thing that they put on your art when they when they do do right? It's the emblem. It's the four dots, and so that's that that means a lot to me. Well, the cool thing is, is that professional wrestling is art. You guys are creating. If you haven't worked with somebody, just like Wheeler, we talked about Wheeler. Wheeler, you to put it in the coolest words when he just said it's mm-hmm. random people meeting at a random place, writing a story, going out there, no right. takes, just put it on. Yeah, that's what happens. That's what pro wrestling is. He said that's that's exactly what it is. And if you appreciate it, like we do, and most people do, I think to a different depth. Um, it's just, it's cool, um, to be able to hang out with you for an hour, listen to your story, let, uh, let us be able to share that with everybody that's out there. Um, and specifically just take your time because it's important for us to, to tell these stories when, um, you're down the road chasing your goals four or five years from now, you can go back and, and mm-hmm. listen to this stuff and go, wow, wow. And that's what we do. And, and um, I specifically want to tell you, thanks for taking time. Of um, course. I'm, yeah. It's a, uh, it's an honor and it'll be fun. After trios, we can keep chasing you, keep following. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's. I still have an entire sheet here 
um, yeah. to go through. We'll get we'll get into uh, tattoos. We'll get into other stuff because ink's a pretty important part of my life too. It's an important part of JP's an important part of everybody's life. That um, there's a lot of stories behind that stuff, but it's personal too. So um, yeah. on behalf of the Irish Whip, on behalf of JP, uh, I just want to tell you thanks for taking the time. Of course, thank you for having me. You're awesome. Cool. Keep doing your thing. Um, let the power of the eight like keep pushing you through it because you're amazing at what you do, and it is an art. And like I said, you you've kind of separated yourself from the pack with everyone else as far as your look, but then your ability too. So nothing but love for you, and you guys are awesome. <laughs> thank you. Again, huge shout out to Solo Darling for taking time out of her busy, busy week, including the King of Trios, as well as the Parcel of Power. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, anywhere social media is available, at 3 Irish Boys with a Z. That's the number 3 Irish Boys with a Z. And as always, download and enjoy. Spread the word. Thank you so much.